Russia. Russia. Russland. Russia. A warm welcome to a new episode of the Why Russia podcast. In this podcast, we ask foreigners who live in Russia one simple question. Why Russia? Today, we are joined by Alejandra Ballesteros from Colombia. Uh, Alejandra, thank you very much for taking the time today to coming on the Why Russia podcast. And maybe before we start diving into the topics, maybe you can introduce yourself a little bit and you can tell us how did you end up in cold, big Moscow? Hello, uh, my name is Valeria Alejandra. I'm from Colombia. I'm 20 years old. I study in Ruden, landscape architecture, and also I am a time language teacher. Uh, and this, I think this is the most common question when you're a foreigner in Russia. Most of the time when you're a Latin, everyone asks you, like, what are you doing here? What are you doing in this cold place? And honestly, I can say that my story is quite long, but to make it easier, to make it shorter, studying in Moscow was never my plan. And honestly speaking, I hadn't even heard about Russia or about education for foreigners in Russia. I never thought about it. It never came to my mind. But I think my sister's love decision led me here because mm -hmm. years ago she met a nice Russian boy through internet. They fell in love, they got married, and eventually she decided to come to Russia with him. And a year later, she found some scholarship program. She fell in love with the country as well. So she invited me to come and try And that's the only reason why I came. So that's why I always say that I, I didn't really choose Russia. I think Russia chose me. So that's how I ended up here. Very interesting. Very cool. And how many years are you already living in Russia now? Four. Four already. Four years. Four years. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. And you mentioned already that you are studying at RUDN, or as it also is known internationally as Lumumba University. Maybe you can tell us a little bit more about this university because I know it's quite international. It's like the most international Russian university. So you can tell us from which countries are the students, uh, for example, at RUDN and also how is it generally to be a student at RUDN or is it also commonly known as Lumumba University? Mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you that in my faculty, in my direction, in my speciality, I'm by far the only foreign student. I'm a foreign with a foreign language, like a mother tongue, and basically a real foreign. I am the only one. I don't have any other classmates, foreigners. All of them are just Russians or Armenians. Uh, so in that way, I think it's because of my speciality, not because of the university, because in general, in the university, you walk everywhere and you'll can see a lot of foreigners. It's just full of foreigners everywhere. So I honestly like it a lot. I had the chance to study in different universities in Moscow. This is, well, in Russia, this is not uh, the only university I have studied in. I studied in two other universities in the past in a smaller city in Baronish, which is like eight hours away from Moscow. I studied there two years, probably. Uh, this is my third year. This is the first year in Rudin. So I think I can compare a little bit, and these other universities were not ready for foreigners at all. So for me, Ruben was like a huge change. Everything was very different for me because, yeah, as you said, it's a very international university. 
and not only that, but their system is adapted for foreigners. Mm -hmm. So it just make it easier for you as a foreigner to adapt, to study, to understand everything more than uh, in other universities. I remember I faced a lot of situations with my teachers in other universities where just they didn't really understand uh, that I was not like them, that I was not a Russian person, that I didn't understand as well as a Russian native. And they just didn't want to understand. They didn't want to help. They didn't want to, I don't know, give me some extra time or just understand. Mm. And in Rude, it was completely different for me. As I told you, even though I'm the only one, everyone has been so patient with me. You easily find people that speak multiple languages, that are interested in multiple cultures. They all are very open-minded, like both teachers and students. And it's very interesting and it just makes it easier. You just feel welcome mm. in a very friendly environment. Very cool that you also can compare different universities in Russia. How was it coming from Voronezh, which is also quite a big city? I think over 1 million people also live there. But of course, Moscow is like how many, like 15 million people. How was it to adapt to the biggest city? And also when you compare the universities there, you mentioned already some stuff in Voronezh and in Moscow, but also very interesting question. From which countries are nowadays the most students at Rudian University? I think African countries, basically, right? Yeah, I think mostly mm -hmm. African. They also, Latin American countries, there are a lot of them as well. I guess I would say African and Latin American. Mm -hmm. And when you compare um, the lifestyle in Voronezh and in Moscow, how does it compare? That's like another world, definitely. It's, a, it's very different. Of course, life in Moscow... For me personally, it was better. I like more now, but I can't complain so much because Varunish honestly opened like their doors for me to come to Russia. Varunish was my first impression, my first real impression of Russia. And I guess it was okay because as people, a lot of people say Moscow is not Russia. Like I disagree with that a little bit, but I think I could see another face of Russia and not only the pretty Moscow. So I think it helped me to to understand more the country, to understand more how the culture works. But I guess I understood it in a very rough way. It was very mm. difficult. It was a very tough time. Uh, I, of course, enjoyed it. I, of course, appreciate it. For me, even this city was just amazing, was beautiful, was so new, was completely different from what I come from. So for me, it was a very big step. But it was enough time there i think mm. i understood when my limit was there i said this is all i can't live in this city more i want something to change and that's when i decided to enroll in ruben and mm. my life changed completely i think nice do you study in russian language right now because i think you mentioned that it was quite difficult for you to understand sometimes in russian so how did you prepare for studying in, in russian it's uh, incredible Yeah, I studied Russian language. I think I didn't really prepare for that. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I thought it was going to be easier. I don't know why. I The thing is that when I came to Russia, it was the exactly the COVID time. So I came and a month after, after that, the COVID came and they locked everything. They sent all the, the students to online lessons. And my scholarship yeah, got stopped because I said, I don't really want to study online. I know that online studies are more difficult. 
the first year is your like your preparatory faculty mm-hmm. where you study Russian language for mm-hmm. a year. And I didn't want to get this process online. I said, I really need to go. I need to hear the teacher. I want to learn Russian correctly. And that's why I decided to take a year gap, a year of not university, let's say. I decided to stay out of the university that year. And I started learning Russian by myself because anyways, I needed to live here. So I remember I got a lot of books. I got like courses on YouTube of Russian language. I didn't know anything. I think maybe a year after when I was in Colombia, when my sister was already here, she also told me like, you need to start now because nobody speaks English in Spanish. Nobody speaks in, uh, mm-hmm. Spanish in Spanish. And you have to speak Russian. So I was mentally prepared for that, but I was not mentally prepared for how difficult it was going to be without a tutor. So I learned Russian by myself for one year. I think I got to learn just basic things live to introduce myself, the numbers, how to ask the price for something. And that's it. I didn't really learn anything else. And when I came to the university, I guess the first semester, I was able to skip it because all this knowledge, I already knew it. Like I already knew how to write, how to read in Russian. So I skipped this process. I studied for real just six months of Russian language. And again, it was not enough. I couldn't really feel free when speaking. I had a huge language barrier. So when I studied in the real first year of my bachelor's, <clears throat> it was a very difficult time because really in Baronish, nobody spoke in English in my faculty, <laughs> my university. Mm-hmm. Nobody speak any language more than Russian. And they were all the time so mad at me when I didn't understand them or I don't know, they used to look at me like I was a stupid or if I was deaf. And it's like, no, oh. I don't what you mean. My level was horrible when I enrolled the university. I just didn't understand anything. And to be honest, mm. I think the first semester of my university, I didn't learn anything. I learned zero. I didn't mm. know anything. I started even wondering if it was my problem or if it was my speciality problem. Maybe this is too difficult for me. Maybe this is just too much. But then I moved to Moscow. And that's when everything changed also with my language barrier. Here I had better Russian language classes. So I just started understanding. I started to feel better about not knowing. Because in Spanish, you don't know. So this is equal, you're stupid. But in in Moscow was like, you don't know, equal, okay, you're trying to learn the most, one of the most difficult languages in the world. So mm. it's all yeah. okay. You just need time. So yeah, that's really impressive that you basically came to Russia and started studying in English and not in English, but in Russian. Because for me, for example, I also studied at the Russian University, Higher School of Economics, but it was in English. I could never imagine even uh, to study in Russian when I uh, arrived uh, to Russia. How would you assess your level right now in Russian language? Is it? Do you think it's possible for a foreigner to speak like a native Russian? Like in my experience, I would say no, just because for me it's so difficult. But I have seen people, I have seen examples of other foreigners that really speak already like native. So I understand that it's possible. Even personally, my sister, for example, she has been here just one year more than me. She has been here five years. She she has studied Russian language for five, six years because she started even from before when she was in Colombia. And I can say that nowadays she has a very good level, like 
I would say a native level almost. Even a lot of native speakers say that she has no accent. She has a perfectly well-structured Russian accent. Mm -hmm. So people don't even notice that she's a foreigner. And I would say that she understands 95% of everything. So I believe because of this example, that is possible. And personally, how I would assess my language, my uh, level, I'd say that now I am in some sort of intermediate level, maybe a little bit upper, but just a little bit. Because, yeah, I just don't practice enough. It's my bad. Like, I go to university and that's the only time when it's good. But after that, I come home. I work in English. I communicate in English with everyone. I studied English as well. My English process affected a lot of my Russian language process because when I came to mm. Russia, I only spoke Spanish, actually. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's super interesting. And how would you say people should learn Russian? Because... In the university, I also had some Russian courses, but it was very theoretical. And only when I started speaking in daily life, more I communicated with Russians. That was the point when I really learned how to speak the language, how to use it. And I would even always say, if someone asks me, Thomas, how do you study a language? I would say, don't focus on grammar. Just ignore the grammar completely. Just speak. Speak with people, watch the series, watch the TV, and then you can make it. How would you tell people to learn uh, or how would you advise people to learn uh, Russian language? What is the best way? Mm, I, I'm a language tutor, so I understand a lot about the learning process of people when you are talking about the foreign language. But I think with Russian language, my best advice would be just to lose the fear of talking. I think You just need to stop thinking of, yeah, of the grammar, of the mistakes, of the pronunciation. People will understand you or not. Are you talking correctly or not? Is the stress correctly placed or not? It's just about losing fear. In the moment when you lose the fear of speaking and you actually try, you actually, I don't know, you actually get out of this shell that we as foreigners build around us of fear, Just in that moment, you'll actually learn it because you're going to be more open to not only talk, but hear people deeply and you will start understanding more. Uh, the best advice is just to lose fear, to lose the fear of talking, to lose the fear of trying to speak, trying to make yourself understood. I think that's the biggest thing because grammar, of course, is difficult. Uh, yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the Colombian community, maybe, or broader the Latin American community in Moscow. Is there something like that? Because I remember I was once at this club, it was like uh, downstairs somewhere, it was like Latin party. So I know there are a lot of Latin parties in Moscow going on. There are also good restaurants. So maybe you can tell us a little bit more about the community, not just of Colombians, but generally Latin Americans in Moscow. Is it a big community? And what is going on there? It's a huge community. Honestly, Latin community is huge. Mostly, I don't know, for example, in Rudin, you can find them everywhere. Latin people are everywhere. It's a very easy thing to find. If generally speaking about the community in Russia or in Moscow, honestly, I'm not so connected to them just because I lived three years quite far far away from them and quite far away from the whole world of Latin community in Baronish. In Baronish. I think I met just one Latin person in three mm. years. So I was really away from that. And I think I got used to it. I got used to be 
like around just my family and that's it. And just for me, my family was enough Colombian culture, so I didn't seek for more. So nowadays that I live in Moscow and that I know the community is bigger, that I started to meet more people at university, I understood it was big, but I still am not still part of it. So mm. I don't join, like I'm not in the groups of Telegram of Latin people in Moscow or in my university. I don't really go to any of their parties. Like I just got you so much to be in my mm. bubble that I just didn't start like sharing time with them. I would say mm. nowadays, I think I just have two or three Latin uh, friends communicate often with that I met at university and that's it and it's mm. about the community I'm not very close to it so I don't really know much I just know it exists I know that it, they have a lot of events I know that it's a big and beautiful community but I am not I'm just not used to be part of it now gotcha gotcha do you know this place it's called Casa Agave because I just googled where this party was and it was called Casa Agave and Yeah, are there some other places? Maybe you don't personally go there so often, but of course, maybe you heard about some cool places that you can recommend to the audience if they want to feel like the Latin atmosphere in Moscow. And also, when it comes to the food, what are some good places where to get Colombian food, for example? Are there any places in Moscow where you can get, is it called arepa? Is it is it called arepa, the Colombian food? Or how is it called? Where do you get yeah. this stuff in Moscow? <laughs> Let's say I haven't seen us in restaurants. I know that the community of Latin people they open a cafe, like a small yeah small cafe in the center, and I know that they have arepas. I haven't personally tried because I have arepas at home. Like I I buy all the time this like arena pan, and I always make arepas. I always cook arepas at home. But I know that yeah in Rosen Cafe I don't know the name perfectly well, but. The Latin community of Rodin, they have this place and they sell arepas. But generally speaking, I do like this restaurant and bar in the center. It's called El Encanto. And for me, that's the place that I mostly often visit. I go there quite often. I invite always my friends and my students there to see the Latin culture. They have a lot of nice music all the time. All the staff is Hispanic, so it's very nice to communicate with them as well. And the menu is just amazing for me. It's perfect because they have food from a lot of different countries, not, not only Mexico, that is the common one. They have food from Mexico, they have food from Cuba, they have one special dish from Colombia, they have bandeja paisa. And for me, that was shocking because I visited a lot of Latin restaurants in Russia and I never saw bandeja paisa. That's the most typical and the national dish of Colombia. And I have tried there thousands of times. Every time I go, I eat bandeja paisa. So yeah, definitely El Encanto for me is my favorite one. Then we come already to the last question. Now, if with all your experience, you get it. You already lived in Russia for four years. You saw a small town, Russia. No, not small, but like smaller than Moscow, Russia. You saw the big metropolis of Moscow. You studied in Russian language even, what advice would you give to your younger self before coming to Russia with all the experience that you gathered now in the last four years, how to prepare for life in Russia? And also this advice, of course, is also for other people who might want to study at the Russian university, who want to take this adventurous step to come to Russia. How 
would you advise them to prepare before coming to Russia? I think the most important thing, of course, is about the language. Of course, to know a little bit will help you a lot. The fact that people see that you know a little bit or that you try to know it, it's very important. And I think that part when I skip it was a little, yeah, it would have been better if I didn't skip this part. I think it's most um, also about understanding the culture in advance, maybe watch some films or follow some influencers, Russian influencers in advance to understand how Russian culture works or what is considered like a good manner, a bad manner. I think these parts will save you from a lot of uncomfortable situations with people. I think that's in advance the best thing you can do before coming, uh, but also be mentally prepared that living in Russia is not an easy thing to do, but it's definitely worth it. I honestly believe that it's worth it, Russia worth it, and living here is worth it. My best advice for everyone and for myself all the time is don't give up because after any rough situation that you go through, you will find a beautiful country, you'll find beautiful people, you'll find just a beautiful life that is worth it to live. That's very beautiful how you said it. And you mentioned before that you also teach English, Spanish. Yeah. Maybe oh. people after they, they listen now, they think, wow, this uh, was an amazing episode. I, I Maybe I want to take some language uh, classes. With, uh, your name is Valeria or Alejandra? Both uh, are your names. Both are but, just, but, but which name you use normally? Like, In Russia, I tend yeah. to use Alejandra. With foreigners, Alejandra. I use Valeria. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. So they say, I want to take some language classes with Alejandra. How can they reach you? They can just find me on Instagram. I have both personal and professional accounts. My personal is Valeste Zero Oz. And my... I will put it into the show notes. I think it's easier than yeah, to write it down like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Instagram, like a professional account, is just Tutor Valeria Alejandra. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you very much for taking the time <laughs> and for you. telling your story on the Why Russia podcast. And yeah, I got quite hungry for the food that you mentioned there. Maybe I want to check it out. Thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you so much. After listening to the conversation so far, maybe now you're interested in moving to Russia. Or maybe you even have some questions regarding a visa for the Russian Federation. If this is the case, I can wholeheartedly recommend the team of movingtorussia.ru They have answers regarding all the matters of relocating to Russia. To remind you once again, it is called movingtorussia.ru 